Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Rhapsody Pattern and Drafting Guide. Our innovative approach to garment sizing and drafting lets you take your measurements and plot them on a pre-printed drafting guide to get a better foundation for a perfect fit. Go to sewhere.com patterns to get access now. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And uh, today, I mean, we didn't write a book on home deck, so we haven't, you know, we're just we're just doing we the best could. we can organizationally. We could, but we just haven't organized our thoughts. This is our book writing process, right? Is that what it is? Okay. Yes. So today we're going to talk about like, like tools and closures and like. Kind of like hardware stuff. Yeah, like stuff that's made of metal, like. And yes. some stuff you might go to the hardware store to get. Last po- uh, last podcast was all like fabric and like some trims mm-hmm. and like what you find in the home deck section. Right. And this is a little bit more of yeah some some Did tools and hardware. Did we say this is like number three in the home deck series? This is number three, but like technically it's gonna say like number two because the first one's like an intro. Oh. So like so there's home intro, deck, intro one and two. Yeah, there you I go. I don't have that written down this way. I better do that. Yeah, just in case. So technically, that, that's a one, and this is a two. There was the like the, an intro. the intro or the preface, okay. and then there's chapter one and I two. See. Okay, there are good home deck books out there, though. Mom, I don't think I own them all. No, I was gonna I'm, say maybe well, we should post some links. You know, it's kind of funny. Are those still in print? I think what's funny is I bet they're still in print. I would like to know. I mean, they're like I mean, some of these are probably only like twenty years old. Yeah, so some are older. But what I see uh-huh. is home deck doesn't change. You know, the process doesn't change. Yeah. Okay, so it might be the same book, but they've got new pictures. Because yeah, they do, they're not going to show you the old-style fabric. You know, they're not showing you the fabric from the 50s yeah. or the 80s. They're going to show you the you know, back when I started home deck. When you were in Girl yeah. Scouts anyway, doing everything right. that everyone ever right. suggests. Right. right. Okay. Anyway. okay. So – Hardware or tools or whatever, things like that. Or what you may find yourself going to get. Yes. Or We are even going to, we're just going to include presser feet here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, and and closures and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So where do you want to start here? I see that you turned your notebook. Do Because I don't have any notes, okay. so it won't help you. <laughs> oh. So let's start off with like the good old hammer. 
Let's start off with some percussive. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about? Oh, okay. Pliers. Th- great. There should be pliers in your sewing studio. Okay. There should be pliers in your car. There should be pliers in your garage. And there should be pliers in your kitchen. I have a pair of pliers in my kitchen in a drawer where I keep some of my kitchen implements because pliers do lots of things. We used to have to keep a pair of pliers in our car to turn the heat on. (laughs) Well, do you remember when we had the car that we turned on with a pair of pliers? Yes. yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And and then we realized you could order the knob off of Amazon for like... $3. Um, No, we actually started the car with a pair of pliers. Okay, so pliers are, you know, going into, um, that's going to be, they're going to be used in some editing processes as well as some construction processes, right? Like if you need to take out a staple. Well, right. They remove. They remove. You know, they. Hold in place. They pull. They hold. um, Yeah, pull things through things. I just, I can't, I, you know. I really can't imagine that people don't have pliers in their kitchen. Okay, so pliers. Um, and then I was just breaking down a chicken the other day, and I could see where I could have used some pliers. Some pliers. Yes. Um, I'm breaking down several chickens. Um, now, a hammer. Yes. Okay, you need a hammer. Yeah. Get in home. Well, and, you know, I have not only hammers, but I have mallets. There, I wanted to right. talk about that. Mm-hmm. So. In jeans, Which means it's a big flat head. Right. In jeans right. sewing, we talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit. Right. So when you sew jeans, it's almost like you're sewing home deck. Right. Uh, the the hammers, different surface areas are going to serve you better. Right. There there are tack hammers. There's right? tack hammers that they're small to do a tack head. To do a tack. Right. Hello. And we mm-hmm. do those in home deck, right? To secure fabric. Right. And then those mallets are important. If you're dealing with something maybe that you don't want to mar. Right. 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 So I think another thing, like when we're talking about hammer or banging things or whatever, is a piece of wood. Yeah, like a wooden block. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we there's such a thing as a tamper, uh-huh. okay, that, that you have in sewing, and it's a big flat piece of wood. that Or the you, clapper. or, or you, you know, right, you they beat go- on things with. Right. But, um, you know, sometimes having a little piece of scrap wood is not a bad okay. idea. Two pieces of scrap wood. Two because pieces of scrap wood. Because sometimes you want to put one underneath. Well, that's true. And well, that's what I'm talking top. about is one underneath okay. is what I was thinking, and too. Yeah. so you can sandwich things, right. too. Well, and not only that, but you can save your, your own surface. Yes, yes. So if you're on your table or, Be careful. you know, you don't want to, like, go, oh, well, I'll go and do it on the floor. You can actually mar your floor up. Absolutely. You can mar your floor. Right. Also, we've talked about this before, bears repeating, don't go out and hammer on your concrete. No. Okay? No, don't no, no. do it on your cement, on nope. your concrete, nope. on nope. your brick. No. Because you can break it. Okay? You can break <laughs> your brick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> also, if that's a rough surface and you hammer, you are also you know sort of you know challenging the integrity of the fabric like also when we go outside of our house we have these like porches these wooden porches we have wooden porches and plank we have, porches yeah yes. okay and then we've got like bricks and we've got us uh, and concrete drive concrete right. concrete driveway we have gravel too and grass mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if i was going to hammer something outside for whatever right. reason uh, i would put it on the porch you know i'd put it on my like wooden porch well i would actually probably still use a piece of scrap yes. wood too because i don't yes. want to mar my porch absolutely i don't want to you know all, all those things you know to you know have a surface that you're not worried about hurting it or that it doesn't hurt what you're working on oh 
gotta shout out Fred one more time because she says oh, yeah, that Fred. she rejected a project <laughs> because of her we, space. We talked about her rejecting <laughs> something. She might have to reject something because her space was small, and then she wrote back that she did. So we know she's listening. So we just want to say congratulations for setting healthy sewing boundaries. That's right. Is what we want to say there. Okay, so... You will want these surfaces on which to hammer. You may want several different right. types of hammers. Mm-hmm. If you don't have unique... An old cutting board is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you don't have unique tools to your sewing room, uh, clean them off before using them on Absolutely. your fabric. Absolutely. Or just go buy unique tools yeah. to your sewing room. You know, have a have about six pairs of pliers. Okay, you're talking <laughs> about pliers, but let's yeah. also bring up hemostats. Hemostats. How many of those do you think we have? Uh, well, many, and I just you. Okay, I had to embroider a handkerchief. This is a different podcast. <laughs> it was. I'm not even gonna show a picture of it anywhere ever. I don't know where it is, but I need to like go burn it because it's not some of my best work. But I was doing this embroidery on it, like hand embroidery, strawberries. It was Othello, and I had to use hemostats to get the needle through the thick embroidery because it was so thick. <laughs> it was yeah. So thick. Well, so imagine. Okay, but hemostats. Okay. Uh-huh. Are also needle holders. Yes, they're needle holders. So, and and so you'll hear he, hemostat means to stop the blood. Stop blood. Hemo okay. means blood. Right. Hemo and stat, stat means, means stop. stasis or stop. stop. Or sta- right. Yes, stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay. Stasis. Stop. Yeah. You know. So those things are used to clamp vessels off. Those things, you know, are used as needle holders. So they're also called pickups. Because you pick things up with them, so there, there's all these names, and I, um, depending on where you work, like in the operating your room, clinic or your, or yeah. the, you know, <laughs> emergency department or whatever, you know, specialty area. Sometimes they get called different things. Yes. So um, anyway, sometimes pickups are just like a pair of tweezers. Right. So anyway. It's kind of like not as universal as like you'd, you'd think it is sometimes um, <laughs> like in medicine or dentistry too. But we all know that they clamp things together. Okay. Right? So clamping things together. Right. You hold could, it, they're holding things together and they have like little, most of them have little, little serrated teeth. jaws. Yes. You could use this for pulling a needle through several layers of right. fabric. Okay. Um, or suturing up your arm after you sliced it open there you go, with, with your, your electric knife. Your yeah. electric knife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you could also, they can be long and skinny too. Mm-hmm. If you're going up inside somewhere, you know, and trying to find yeah. a needle or something um and then actually i use i use hemostats quite a lot when your dad comes to me and goes i lost this drawstring drawstring there you go so um but also sometimes people want to put cord like sew cord through something to like Mm -hmm. knot or create Uh a tufting right the tufting can be a place where you use a hemostat because you end up needing to use this real big needle too right so it's like a really thin little needle would be fine to just if you just want to descend something through fabric. Well, but when you're pulling along yeah. a thicker and the other thing with you, too is you cannot get a grip on a needle. Yeah, you it's just very may difficult not... to get a grip yes. on a needle. So and any those resistance will grip it, right? Yeah, any resistance you're going to need hemostats. Right. So hemostats, um, pliers, hammers, and mallets. We've got uh, now before we take a break, let's talk about some vroom vroom tools. Some power tools. Oh, yeah. 
I always love it when we get to talk about stapling with home deck because I love I always think about office space and I'm like do you have my stapler and it's like do you have my staple gun for recovering my chair? I didn't get any cake last so, year. <laughs> it, it, at our at our particular. Stu- Tell me about your staple gun. Well, our, at our particular. Um, sh- should I call it uh, the upholstery inner sanctum here? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> where our tools. Here's what our staple. Um, what staple stable? Okay. Consist of. Okay. So we have a home stapler, right? Like, like you a would desktop staple a desktop stapler. stapler. There is a certain type of desktop stapler that's amazing. You know what I'm talking about? That purple one? Yes. It's and a good one. No, it's the best. Yes. It is the best. And it's and it's strong. And, you know, you can sometimes open them up. And you can staple something into If you're just stapling into something um, like a light balsa wood or into something. I never would have done that. You're kidding me. No, I'm dead serious. It works. Didn't know that. Okay. Now, I've it used it work. to cover... Like cork board or something. Right. The other other thing you might use a light stapler for is if you're gluing something and you want it sort of to like temporary hold. I see. Okay. So that's possible too. Okay. Next up from that would be your hand staple gun. Okay. So it gets all the power from you. From your hand. Right. From your hand. I would suggest you be very careful about the palm of your hand. It can get really sore. Real, And you don't realize it's sore. You don't sore. realize it when you're doing it. It's after it's over, and the next day you can't write. And then you're right. like, oh, I'll stop three quarters of the way through this project. Mm-hmm. I'll finish it tomorrow. Yeah. No, tomorrow your hand's useless, right. and you only have three quarters of your And, you know, in. sometimes <laughs> it helps to, like, wear a glove, sure. something like that. But, you know, just beware. Okay. Good, good call. Okay. The next thing up from that would be an electric stapler. Okay. Okay, so it plugs in, and it, you know, fills with staples, and it's not home-type staples. You know, the staple gun, these staples get um, bigger, more more specific, larger. They come in sizes, so they come, it comes in the size that fits the stapler, and then it comes in the depth. Okay. The length, okay? So you have to know, like, are you stapling into <laughs> something that's an inch deep or a quarter inch deep? Because these can be too like long. Like when I use the screws that were too long when I put our fence together. And that the screws can happen, sticking out yes. The back. Yeah. And the <laughs> other thing with an electric stapler, and this is different from the other two staplers, is more than likely a modern day one. You can a- adjust the depth of how the stapler staple is set, whether okay. it goes below the surface, okay. right? Or it can stay on top or whatever. Okay. So, now we'll get to my favorite. This ZD's got a sparkle okay. in her Okay. Not everybody has this, but dun, I do. Da, da, da. So, an air-powered staple gun. Or a pneumatic staple gun? Is that pneumatic. another way to mm-hmm. say it? Okay. I, call, I actually, I, can, I call that pneumatic. I also... You always called it a pneumatic. Yeah, I call it pneumatic. Because, I mean... It's just fun to be like, I have a pneumatic stapler. I have a pneumatic stapler. Okay, so that consists of you actually have to have this staple gun. Yeah. And you have to have an air compressor. Guys, for real, like, we have these things. I just used it last week. Mom's just like, I'm reupholstering something. (laughs) Turn on the air compressor. (laughs) So you turn it on, it goes, (laughs) and it fills up, and and then, then it goes like, and then it stabilizes for a while, but 
And then as you use it, you're using up the air. Or uh, yeah. when you start using it, it, it it's going like that. And then you stop using it, and then all of a sudden you'll hear it. It will like leak the air just a little bit, and then it has to pump it back up, and it's like. So maybe we should record that. Well, I was going to say we just recorded this. Yeah. In case you didn't know, we're recording right now. Oh, we are. Yeah. Anyway, I have a big yellow air compressor. Okay. Which I use for a lot of things. Well, we have a lot of air compressors too. Yes, we, roundabouts well, here, and we have, and we have, um, you know, we we also have nail guns and things like that. Yeah, nail gun, pneumatic nail gun um, and stuff. Usually for like my birthday or anniversary, I get something like a nail gun. Now my son-in-law thinks I have a thing called a vibrating tool, <laughs> and then Miller's husband says, "Go get your Mom's. vibrating tool," and I'm like. Really, I don't think you should say that to me. I don't think that's what you want when we're putting the floor in. (laughs) And I say, Derek, it's an oscillating oscillating tool. tool. Yes. But he calls it my vibrating tool. Okay. But... Are you done talking about staplers? I That's all the staplers I know about. Okay, this isn't something that we put down, but like saws. Yeah. Like, and oscillating Mm -hmm. tools and stuff. Mm -hmm. You may need to alter... Whatever framework, mm-hmm. like the wood, you may need sandpaper. Mm-hmm. You may need, you know, stuff like that. So I don't want to get too far. You like, know, if anybody knows what a Dremel tool is, a cabinet maker. That's that's a nice <laughs> thing. It's a small thing, and it does small things. You know, does it have like interchangeable? It has heads? interchangeable heads. Kay. Yes, we have two of that those that can do different mm-hmm. things. And actually, our oscillator is also a Dremel. Oh, it's well, made by Dremel. Fun fact but, about the oscillating tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were putting in flooring, you know, right before I gave birth to Zelda, like hours before, and we're putting in all this flooring, and we had to, you know, cut some off right. with the oscillating tool. And Derek, like, didn't wait for it to stop oscillating before he puts it down on our newly laid floor, oh. and he just got the most dagger looks from me. <laughs> I was like, please wait until well, he it doesn't stops. know the name of it you know, either. I know, he so. it's a vibrator tool. Anyway, right. uh, so. Yes, but you do need to be careful with these things. Uh, safety goggles. Let's just cover yes. our butts here. You really need to cover your eyes. It's very important when you're doing things stuff fly, like that. Things things come off. Um, be care. You know, make definite movements with your hands, and you know you're not going to cut anything in the direction of where your hand is or whatever. I mean, make sure you don't staple. You know, right next Towards to your finger, your all well, that kinds of things. You're talking about depth of the staple and mm-hmm. stuff. Don't put your hand behind something. Right. You okay? We're getting. A, this is good though. This is a very physical type of sewing. It is. You you know we're talking about workspace last time. You may need to prop things up against mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be good to go outside yeah, or yeah. into and a garage. To, I mean, you do need to. Yeah, I set up. I I I just did a project and I set up a table in the garage. Okay. And one reason is because the project was also like outside. Now, Erin, I don't know if her mother-in-law listens. Erin Beauchamp. 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 Uh, she is. Uh, she worked in her in-laws' upholstery mm-hmm. shop. You know. Um. So I guess maybe maybe we should have talk to her a little bit before doing this but you know she talks about the physicality of yes. it you know um you know doing things that's like that. why i will never make full length pleated drapes again it's just 
too bulky. And I think we're going to, uh, later on in this series, we're going to get into some specific projects. And I think it's funny that you won't do these big, long drapes again. But, like, you're cool with redoing, like, chairs. Because I yeah. think somebody would think that, like, drapes would but always But drapes you have easier. to drag around. Yeah, yeah. Like, the chair, chair, you set yourself up. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's there. It doesn't move. It's, I don't know. Okay, one last room room tool. I don't think I like drapes. Yeah, I don't think I, so either. I, considering I have none in my house, that well, might be Well, you, you have, like, some curtains and they're made out of like weightless material. <laughs> have, it, have you noticed? They're made out of sheer. You're right. They're made out of they sheer float. material that weigh nothing. So you really. I, and I only have like one set. Like none That's of this, the only drape I have in my whole house. None of this damask velvet, you uh-uh. know, stuff nope, for nope, you. Nope. No okay. funeral home drapes yeah. for me. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, cutting foam. You just cut a bunch of foam. Mm-hmm. What did you use to cut the foam? I, okay. I now use a electric knife. A lot of people do. An electric knife. Okay, but in the old days, I have I have this big. Okay, and it it hangs in our garage. You probably I I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but we cut a lot of insulation with this. It's a big, huge serrated knife. I don't. It it looks like maybe a big bread knife to me. Okay, and I don't know where we got it. Okay, (laughs) but I. I, I, you know, I think it was like from my family. Okay, this is like a hand-me-down tool, and we cut insulation with it. We have cut foam with it. Yeah. Um, if I only have like a small foam job, I might just like use that. Okay. Okay. But if I have a big foam job, I now use an electric knife, and I learned about the electric knife foam cutting thing. I can't remember in what. In Girl Scout. No, no. No, I was actually an adult. I was in my 30s. And I was, work, I was working, cost, I was in a costume shop. Uh-huh. And what did I have to make? Was it an elephant head? Yeah, and you can carve, you can cut, you know. You, okay, they let me loose. Yeah. With this big block of you foam. You can be like Michelangelo. Yeah, with they the let me loose with knife. this big block of foam. Was that what it was? I can't remember. I It was some animal head. Yeah. Elephant sounds like it was really hard. I can't believe they let me do that right away. But anyway, they set me loose, and I wasn't even, like, being witnessed. They put me over, like, in the um, dressing room and said, here, here's this block of foam. Make this animal head, and we're going to, like, you know, you'll, like, cut a hole out, and we'll we'll probably stick, like, a bike helmet or something up in there. This was for Children of Eden. Sorry, you were definitely in your 40s if it was Children of Eden. Oh, yeah. I guess so because you were I had you and you were alive. Yeah, I was in my forties. God, I was in my forties. I'm about to be. But in my I 30s. felt like I was in my thirties okay. anyway. Um, and they said, "Here, use this," and they handed me an electric carving like knife, like a turkey knife, a kitchen carving knife. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Really." So, and they're like, "Yeah," and it it was amazing. You can use these this carving knife. Not only for being Michelangelo with foam, but right. also for making like straight cuts. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, no right. Di- you right. Don't I use was actually different. like sculpting with yes. it then. Yes. And it's funny because it's it's very similar to dot sequin issue. The foam can get kind of sticky. Yeah. Like it sticks Does it in get the knife because you know there's two blades. No, I never had it get hot. Okay, you use two blades. The electric knife has two blades. I it has like two if saw you blades took one out. That, that oscillate back and forth. You well, can't. it won't work. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Work. Okay. So they, there's two, and I 
it just no, it's sticky like on the outside and off, not mm-hmm. like inside of it. Particularly, not see. between the two, like all surfaces. I, I don't see. know if it, I don't know why. I wonder if it's the friction and the. I think stuff. no, I don't know. Yeah, I have the friction with the foam. So it does help to have alcohol with you. And I'm talking about, you it know. It help to drink alcohol while Yeah, I'm talking about like head. rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Right? So that you can wipe the blades off. Because they, they somehow get a little, well, it's it's rubbery. I mean, who knows you know, on that what's foam. in that stuff. Well, who knows what's in the foam, right? <laughs> right. And that's the other thing. We can get oh, into foam go. and a, densities and all kinds. But wear a mask, too, yeah, when you're doing we, this stuff. But we can get into all kinds of foam and, well, yeah. you know, I don't. I don't understand or know all foam. I just feel it and know. Yeah. I mean, right. but there are densities and things like that. So if, um, the last time I got foam, I did order it off the internet. And they had a very good description. Oh, good. And then I read the people's reviews and mm-hmm. what they used it for. And I was like, this is going to be okay, right. This is what and I it want, came yeah. and I liked it. Good. Right. Good. Okay. Uh, so that's the last power tool is that the last power tool you well, can think of okay. okay if you're going to make alterations it's to always a glue gun too well but anyway. glue gun and then i was thinking of course a drill or a screw a gun, drill well a screw gun depending who would not want a screw gun? i mean you need a you which need, is a drill yeah, yeah right so like if you're gonna mm-hmm. take something apart hey mallory when i grew up you dr- you plug drills into the wall. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if that. Uh, so you're <laughs> like so you you're spoiled with and your you, cordless drills. And you drills. used a thing called a chuck. Your cordless you, drills you and your self-threading surgery. You probably don't know what a chuck is either. No. But anyway, you use okay. that. Okay. So I just want to say, drill. You know, screw gun. Blah blah right. blah. Uh, if you're going to disassemble furniture and put it back together. Or I'm thinking boring a hole mm-hmm. into wood for right. some reason. Well, and everybody has a screwdriver, right? Right, everybody. Right, everybody. Right, everybody. A flathead, a Phillips, and a square at least. Yeah. So uh, anyway, you may need you may need a drill, but you may you may not need a drill like on every single project, of course. Right. But the I think that that maybe covers the power. Tools. Most most furniture you don't have to take apart unless you're needing to put it together again. So what I'm saying is good. So I I mean this good is sentence. <laughs> what I'm saying is it it needs to be re you know. The leg is wobbly. It's not yeah. right. You may need to actually make a new hole yes, and yes, drill it yes. and put it together differently or something. Absolutely. Um, generally, a, a reupholster job is just ripping off the fabric uh-huh. and putting put it, it back, back together. Okay, back well, let's on. take a little break and come back and talk about some other stuff. Did you know that we, SewHere.com, have patterns? That's right. We've created drafting guides that give you more control of your garment fitting and construction process. Need to get started on the perfect t-shirt? The Rhapsody is for you. Take your measurements, or those of someone you love, or someone who will pay you a million dollars, and plot them out on our pre-printed drafting guide. It's available as a tiled PDF or a large format AO file, so you have access to the drafting guide immediately after you purchase it. The Rhapsody instructions include info on how to draft for any body, no matter your size, proportions, or gender. Large busted stitchers get my useful tip on how to create the boob bump so that your shirt will fit perfectly, even if other patterns have failed you. 
Go to SewHere.com slash patterns to check out our offerings, including the Rhapsody. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. All right. So let's go. Let's talk about sewing on this podcast. Yeah. And it's still a little bit, you know, when we say sewing, you might not really be doing exactly everything with your sewing machine yep. or with a needle and a thread. There are products out there now, um, especially new products uh-huh. that are made like out of plastic that snap together that do stuff. But, you know, you're using it on your sewing project. Yeah. So I want to talk about Pratt's or Feet. Okay. So our main thing with home deck that you need to have Mm -hmm. is a zipper foot. Yes. Besides your regular, you know, foot. Is a zipper foot. You're going to have to, you're going to want a zipper foot, not only to put in zippers, but if you're putting cording in something or you have to get up next to something. No, yes. you need you need the zipper foot. Mom says she says she wants you to get to have that old fashioned one that slides and adjusts. It's really nice. That'll help you get real close to big piping right. or get further away from it. It does. Yes. So I just really like the narrow zipper foot right. for you right. know the machines, but it the slidey one will give you a bit more control, a bit more customization. Right. So, uh, I was. Actually, one of our members who I'm friends with, uh, Jean, she was recovering something, a couch, and she was doing piping. And she was like, I'm going to – sorry, Jean, if I don't remember this right. She's like, I'm going to use my piping foot. And I'm like, uh, on home deck stuff, a lot of times the piping foot's not big enough mm-hmm. or something. And you're just better off that's, using the zipper foot. That's why we call it welting, I guess. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, so. We talked about this in the earlier uh, yeah. podcast that for some reason the cording or the you know covered cord that we use in home deck, we, we we'll be called I've always referred sometimes. to it as welting. And, you know, piping is what I refer to mostly in – garment well i haven't they're they're apparently those terms are somewhat interchangeable i haven't gotten to that part in my history of the english language podcast yet Uh so but i did get to the episode called dyed in the wool and it was all about like the wool trade and textiles and i was Uh just having a ball listening to it so um, well a welt is a thing that like when you hit somebody well i'm kind of wondering (laughs) if there's like two different welts because you know there are some words that come into the language do you know that the word spell as in, like, to spell a, a word spell. and cast a spell. Those are the same. But a spell of time 
is just has a completely different origin. Oh, how weird! Completely yeah. different. It's the the words technically are not related at all, even though now in our modern day English, you know, they're spelled and said the same. Anyway, right. so I just wonder about Welt, and I'm gonna I'll try to try to look it up. Uh, so anyway. You are going to want this zipper foot just for so many reasons. When you're getting up next to, uh, well, first of all, we bring up piping. You're going to also probably put in zippers. Um, And this is where the adjustable thing comes in. Because zipper insertion in home deck is different from a garment. And we talked about this a little bit last time. But you're not always going to want to hide it. Like in the sewing it right. might exist somewhere where it's not seen. Right. But you get this, like, you know, you can get a really durable. I'm just thinking about, like, the back of my couch cushions. Like, completely, you know there's a zipper there. Right. You know, uh, for sure. Now, you don't see it because it's pushed to the back of the couch right. and everything. But you want this really durable insertion. And so you may want to stitch closer to the zipper and then further away from the zipper. Right. But it's still kind of in that field of where a presser foot would go. And so you want that narrower right. foot. Um, invisible zipper foot, of course, if you're doing invisible zippers. Um, but also over at your um, sewing machine, we talked about space. This may be where you want that table, you know, and stuff. Any other, uh, like a big a big extension table. Any other feet? Well, yeah. What about a Teflon foot? Teflon mm-hmm. foot, great. Mm-hmm. Or a leather roller foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I find that the Teflon foot often fits the bill. I know. Do you? Do you, you feel know, that way too? Yeah, I don't. I have never really ever liked that roller foot that much. So I've never, it's never done much for me. Yeah, well, never done anything the Teflon foot couldn't yeah. do. First, yeah. right? And <clears throat> sometimes the Teflon foot will come with a machine. Roller foot, no. right? <laughs> so you are uh, a Teflon foot. Literally has a Teflon coating on the bottom. This helps with things like leather or vinyl, or anything with some kind of surface texture that wants to drag. Mm-hmm. Talking about dot sequin. Yep. Don't, I mean, okay, you can reupholster a couch with dot sequin if you want to, but um, it, maybe not. I have sequin <laughs> so, pillows. I have, yeah, yes. but you didn't like. Um, but, okay, that, that can even. I have sequin throw pillows, That's everyone. even a place, though. In my living room. For like, a Teflon foot. Not like a child's sequin pillow. These are adult sequin pillows. Go ahead. Uh. How about your pleater ruffler foot? Absolutely, your ruffler. Yeah. Pleater. Pleater ruffler. I say. Especially, especially, it seems like that really comes in when you're doing like a dust ruffle or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So you may want a gathering. So gathering mm. feet and ruffling feet are different. I have also gathered welting, you know, gathered yeah, the fabric that over go, the, it goes over welting. Yeah. Right. So um, those feet can be useful. Um, I had one more in my head, but it's, I think you have one. Another foot? Yeah, or I thought I had. I I'm telling you that I thought I had one, and now I've forgotten it. It's on mm. the tip of my tongue. Uh, so we've got the the ruffler. Dang you it! You got a whole drawer full right under you. I looking. know. What what is the? Uh, look Pull at, them out and see. Look at these feet. Look um, at you've got like forty two well, feet in front okay. of you. Well, okay. I don't want to get too much into embellishment, right? But that is kind of a part of home deck. So yep. I was thinking about all those cording and the pearl and piping foot to couch mm-hmm. things on Anything top, that you, you can know, uh-huh. uh huh, things like that. And then hello, edge joining foot, edge joining foot hello. always. Yeah. So top stitching there. Although your zipper foot can be useful. So there's a um, certain way that I have, and I'm thinking I might show this in the next. Um, 
zigzag video where I have used the blind hem foot to attach rickrack. Hello. 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 Blind hem? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm The reason curious. you use the blind hem foot is Don't because, tell him you, here. because you use the blind you hem find stitch. Out? You want to find out? No, okay, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> okay. So. Just so you know. Anyway. Yeah, there are, you may want to do like some. It's like an invisible way to attach rickrack. Oh. You may yeah. want to do some, you know, surfaces, I know, right. on home deck, mm-hmm. of course. You know, maybe you do want to put, you know, beads on or something like that. And there's always the embroidery machine. And when there's always Mallory the made machines. me make her a ultra suede, ultra cover. suede duvet cover. Still have it. My God, it weighed five thousand pounds. Um, I loved it. And I had made a pillow with a big M on it. And I made the the. Um, do you still have that pillow? Yes. We forgot to talk about fringe makers. And I made the when fringe. When do fringe makers mm-hmm. come into this? I made the fringe. Oh. Let's talk about the fringe maker right now. Let's There's, talk. Okay, so you don't have to have a fringe maker to make no. a fringe, but it's a good thing to have a fringe Well, let's maker. do that. Like, let's do an embellishment episode. Okay. Okay, all right. So, all right. Uh, anyway, um, moving on. Grommets. Let's just move grommets. on to grommets. And... There are plastic grommets now. Yeah, and mom was in sort the drapery of, section. Yeah, mom was like, "Who mm-hmm. would use plastic grommets in home deck?" I'm like, "Well, as a shower curtain right. home deck." Well, actually, after you said that too, drapes. after yeah. yeah, they had the big, huge ones that go on the big dowel rods. Yeah, you know, you actually, you know, I'm thinking like grommets. Like I just, I just actually can we. Lawn furniture is home deck, everybody. Lawn I, furniture. I just, it's lawn deck. Lawn deck. I did it. It's on our deck. Anyway, it's dock. our new our new home pavilion. dock. Home dock. Home decorating. Home decorating. Home decorating. Oh God! <laughs> Actually, we named our I named our pavilion at the pond. It's the posh pavilion. Uh, we're gonna have to talk about that. Yes. I don't know. It I don't is. know about it's that. It's the posh pavilion. Uh, yeah. Because Pa and Josh made it. I don't know if that's great branding so we'll have to discuss i like that. posh pavilion okay um i so, like alliteration i know we do uh so grommets though right the plastic ones they just kind of snap together yeah cool. they, they come like in a kit and yeah. there's a female male part and, you and cut a hole. they actually have you cut a hole they tell you they they give you a template and tell you how big the hole is supposed to be cut and um you know it it's it's kind of similar to like a covered button kit. Okay, I was going to talk about think? covered buttons though because too. We'll get, you yeah, do we'll those get there. too, we'll right? Get there. Well, you, you covered buttons are used in home deck all the time. Yes. Um. So those plastic grommets, like I said, you know, I don't know. They're they're od. Their id is what two inches or something. Oh no, they can get even bigger, bigger. than that yeah. because people have used them in bag making for those big. Oh, huge that's bags. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so big plastic grommets, and then there's the there's metal grommets. Mm-hmm. We like the grommets that you hammer in. We like the grommets from the hardware store. Yeah, you hammer them in, and you have a little sort of little anvil thing and a what I don't know what I don't you know call that thing that goes on top, but you thing. beat on it. And uh, we like that. We do not like. There's a setup that does grommets with pliers. A, with a pliers type, it's a grommet pliers, and we do not like those. They're hard to put in. People will get them in wobbly. You, you know, the force you're putting on that pliers is not the same as the force that's coming straight down from that hammer. Right, and it is pronounced grommet. How I've do heard you think? Grommet. 
Yeah. I mean, oh, you're I kidding. Didn't, I didn't think that. No, don't. Really? I mean, I'm not trying to be pretentious really? or anything. But I am looking, I'm looking at the, uh, at the etymology of grommet. Yes. Uh, from the French gourmet, G-O-U-R-M-E-R. So that's an E-R verb. Uh, and then. Grommet and gourmet come from the same no, place. Oh, no, no. Uh, but it means to curb. Okay. Oh. And then you get grommet. Okay, yeah. so is the double T E, so the T was always pronounced. So it was never grommet. Like okay. that that was not a thing. Um in my in my cursory etymology research right okay. now. So anyway, uh we but we do like the ones that you hammer in. The ones with the pliers, I've just never been as big. I've a fan never of. been happy. Like I said, I think people don't have good luck with them. Okay. And you usually also get a punch with those that the kit has a punch where you punch out the fabric. So you're punching out, like, the center mm -hmm. when, so that it goes in easily. Okay, one thing we don't have that corset makers have mm -hmm. are eyelet setters. So eyelet is another mm -hmm. word. You can have metal eyelets. Right. That's very similar to a grommet. Right. might not be something you'd – well, I mean, you could come up at home deck – but they have like a you know a press, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I want one of those. So I don't know <laughs> if you remember some of the corsets I have made, but I made a wedding corset uh -huh. for you know somebody, right? Mm. And what I did is I programmed the eyelet, the um, embroidery embroidery machine. machine to embroider around a plastic oh. ring so it looked like I did them by hand mm -hmm. because the, the the thread covered okay so that's another thing eyelet. that comes up in the costuming mm -hmm. world is there is God knows what year I'm not going to look that up on my phone but there was you know a time right. when they were hand done and yes. then a time when these metal eyelets metal became eyelets available came, absolutely and so my frock flicks people who I have not seen their Facebook posts in a while. I'm going to go look for them. They will say, they'll look at a movie and they'll be like, oh, using metal eyelets. Right. And you should be having hand right. So what, ones, even if you, you know? use a metal eyelet, you should sew over it. So well, not right. all. It depends on the, right. I guess it depends right. on the time period. Right, you it know? does. Which, that is when, you know, I feel like ZD and I can be like, we know like almost everything about something or whatever and we have done costuming but, but you there, have to look some of that stuff okay, up there are people who right. uh, know exactly well what i can was tell you this <laughs> I, 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 there there is stuff like even like in the movie dirty dancing then i because i lived during that period okay i was alive in 1963 right we weren't wearing cut off jeans sorry but anyway <laughs> anyway um, okay grommets so, <laughs> right now for instance, you know, the farthingale thing. Hey, it's hanging right there. Uh-huh. Okay. When I made that and I made the corset that yeah. went with it. Okay. Well, I used steel in the corset because authentically I should have used whalebone. Well, that was really hard to come by. There is like synthetic <laughs> whalebone out there right now. Right. The corset the corset community is fun to follow on the internet. Right. So <laughs> anyway, um, the corset's back there. It's still intact, but it it, it was not whalebone. So, um, and I, I use steel in the farthingale. You too. might use grommets for a number right. of reasons in home deck. So we talk about like grommets that are used to hang like a curtain. Right. You know, uh, why else might you? A grommet basically is a hole. Is um, is something you know something that is covering that inside edge of yeah, the hole. Right. Okay. So. 
I just want to bring up tacks and nails and things mm-hmm. like that. I know we talked about staples. We talked mm-hmm. about nail guns. But there can be home deck. You know, you can nail something down. Right. Then you can, like, cover it in trim. Mm-hmm. And that trim could be glued down or tacks mm-hmm. that get hidden and there's go actually, through the trim. Right, there's actually – and there's actually – tax on a strip now yes a strip so i want to right like they're they're yes they're together so that they line up really and they're evenly spaced and stuff and then you can have decorative tacks that show too my my uncle who was a upholster right Uh would fill his mouth full of tacks oh gross honest to god and Mm. pop them out and he i mean he was like a machine and he would just amazing. spit them at the chair and they'd go all that's, the way yeah, in. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's what he did. No, he would just take it out and hit it. It was just, it was wild. So fun fact, wild. if you didn't know this, Jack White of the White Stripes said that he used to be an upholsterer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so I don't know how much I believe him about that, but he says he was. Um so he was probably the upholster's gopher. You might have. You think? I don't, I don't know, know. Maybe. Uh, so you might have tacks that show. You might have tacks that right. go on and then get covered up with something. Right. Or there are those kind of like, you know, decorative trims where you mm-hmm. can tack that mm-hmm. on and the tack will hold the trim on. Right. But you won't see the it tack. both. This is important for you to know when you go back to when you are restoring or you're recovering. Right. You got to investigate how this stuff was put on. And, you know, right? the thing is. I used to have to go to the library to yes. investigate. There weren't even books on this stuff. Uh-huh. Like, like you didn't go to your fabric store and there was like a wall full of books to do this. Right. Okay. That we wasn't know. there. It was hard. It was. It was very. It was difficult. uphill both ways. It, in the it snow. was uphill <laughs> in the snow in the with snow. a hole in my shoe. <laughs> But, I was going to say, did you go to the <laughs> library with your Girl Scout troop? <laughs> I, I didn't want to beat a dead horse, but I am. <laughs> it's a good joke. That's a good running joke we have. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I used to go. The bad thing about the library, the library and the Internet are the same thing for me. Get distracted. Yes. Yeah, I would yeah. go to look up upholstery tax and I would wind up like you know doing everything in the world and wanting to like make jam or something you know who has books checked out from the library on hex weaving right now I mean it might be me um when do I have time to do that okay but but you know you can go to the internet you can go to YouTube now yeah I mean they're there now I'm not saying all of those things I'm endorsing them I'm not saying that yeah um do Everybody needs to use their own brain and think, was this a good way to, does this person seem like they're doing this? Or when they go, I don't know why anybody would ever have to do it. There might be that's a reason. Okay. Don't skip a step. That's a good, um, this is getting off topic a little bit here, but that's a nice red flag for watching something or for you personally as you're developing a skill. Mm-hmm. You think, I don't know why anybody does it like that. Right. I'm just going to skip that step because I can't tell you how many times I've thought that to myself and then gone on with the project and be like, and oh. And what do I say? If I would have skipped Know that, the rules before you break the rules. Yes. Some rules can be broken and some can be broken for certain reasons so if, or for certain effects, but you have to know why the rule exists. So if your YouTube presenter says, 
I'm skipping this step that a lot of people do because of such and such. They give you a reason that's, and they can explain it to you. That makes different. sense. Yes. Or if you can rationalize a reason when you're skipping a step, that's like a good thing. But I'm, I'm not saying it's okay. something I've never done because I right. for sure have done it. I, <laughs> I, I was browsing through something because I was looking for a, a gift and I saw this thing. It was a pencil case and it. It was like instructions for a pencil case. And I thought, oh, I wonder how they did this. right? But, I mean, they, they did it fine. And they were talking about interfacing all this fabric. Yeah. You know, do, do iron-on interfacing and all this fabric. Well, they were using, like, quilting you know, cotton. quilting cotton kind of thing. I would be using home deck fabric. Okay, also, so I don't have to interface. If you're going to cut out a bunch of rectangles out of something, interface the entire freaking piece of fabric and, and then, then cut, cut out the inner, yeah. you know. Oh, well, do gonna, that with any Yeah, thing. right. Yeah. I know, but then it's like cut right. out this two-inch-by-four-inch yeah. no, 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 no. piece of interfacing. No, 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 no. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so, but yes, also. And now I feel like, though, the reason that is with the quilting cotton thing mm -hmm. is because People live in places where nothing else is available. Well, if that's what people are used to you know? working with too, and it and it does make it more substantial, right. and it needs it. Yeah, right. Okay. Any more tools? Do we, do you have anything else written down? We got grommets. I want to talk about like the metal stuff. Well, I want to talk about the fact that we have. How long is that um, tool right there? That straight edge. Oh, a really long straight edge. Uh -huh. Um, you know, a really good way to find out the length of a ruler. Is to go and look at it. Uh, <laughs> it's a 48 inch. Mom just went and looked. It's a 48 inch straight edge. Uh, Sam's going to be but laughing it, at this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a metal straight edge that Great. Yeah. You, know, you find at your hardware store. We have three of them. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I guess I use them. But you'll oftentimes want something that long. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you'll need it. You also may want a ta a long carpenter's tape measure versus. And we mentioned that last time. Did we? Yeah, for, good. You know, for, good to bring that right, up. Again. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're just gonna need it. Yeah. Um, right angles come in good too. I think that I think or that that was. I think we did cover you know pretty well tools. What we're gonna do is maybe do one more episode. Maybe talk about like embellishments and stuff a little mm -hmm. bit more. But then we're going to get into some specific projects. And I've really come to, like, my philosophy about, you know, maybe, like, creating media a little bit. It seems like when we get into specific things, we help people learn in a good in a good way, in an effective way. You know, sometimes, like, I think it's good to have an intro and try to cover a lot. But then right. when you get into a specific project, it's so helpful, which is why I think the group is so popular. I think the other thing you need that I don't know if I it's need. a tool, but I know we have not mentioned it. <laughs> okay. Is tape. Mm. You always need tape. <gasps> glue. Glue and tape. Tape and glue. They're not metal, right. but they're, right. they go in this And category. when I say tape, you're probably going to need, you know, maybe your painter's tape, like a low-tech tape. You might need a high-tech tape. High tech tape, depending on what you're doing, you got to be careful. You don't want to leave it on for a long time. Um, you yeah, because it'll stay there forever. Yeah, the painter's tape but is nice. Tape for that. is nice to have. You know, clamps are another thing. Uh huh. Okay, especially if you're tacking fabric onto something because you want to maybe first clamp it on one side and then tack it on the other side. And you're, then go back and pull again. So you're so right about the clamps, too. Mm -hmm. And also, if you're maybe rehabbing, a, doing a bit of just, like, 
furniture rehab right. too, right? For the clamps. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Wood, and wood glue for the. And end. wood yeah, glue. If you yeah, go so in there and it's wobbly. You yeah. talk about you know wood right. glue and some fabric glues. You know sometimes mm-hmm. like I'm not a big fan. Like I like to sew as much as possible, right? right. In my everything you know for my whole life um but sometimes glue is absolutely necessary right you know so yes do do keep in mind there might be glues that are appropriate for whatever um material you're working with right uh, and tape yes that that was on my mind too the other thing i think that's important um and this is can be a very if you're going to do something you're go, you know, you're redoing something. You're taking it apart, whether it's just a box cushion or, you know, something that simple, or is it a chair or a couch or whatever. Pay attention as you pull it apart. Yeah, take pictures. You can take pictures now. It's easy to take pictures, and you've got them right there on your phone. Or even while you're doing it, have somebody, you know, take a video of you. But the process is, can be very interesting. It can let you in on... You know, and I've taken a lot of chairs apart, and they're not all the same. Yeah. You might, sometimes you learn something from one that you didn't learn uh-huh. from the other. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. No, that's great. Take phone, uh, take phone pictures, you know, document that process so you can kind of reverse engineer it. All right. Well, you know, that may not be every single dang tool, but maybe we'll come up with some Oh, there'll later. be something. Yeah. An all. An, an all, all. An all. All. <laughs> all right. Getting a little late. Yeah, those of you who like long podcasts, you're welcome. Those of you who don't, sorry about ya. Uh, you can get at us on Instagram. We are at SoHereCom. You can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. ZD? Remember, the more you sew, the more you'll know. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,